You're listening to a Mint podcast brought to you by HD Smartcast. Good morning. You're listening to Mint Business News with me Gopika Gopakumar. Here are the main headlines this morning. IT major Wipro has set June 16th as the record date for the whopping 12,000 crore rupee buyback plan. The company had announced 12,000 crore rupee buyback plan at a floor price of 445 rupees per equity share. Wipro will buy back up to 4.9% of all equity shares. Centers offer for sale of shares in Coal India received a robust response from non-retail or institutional investors as well as retail investors. In the two-day offer for sale, the government sold its 18.48 crore shares or 3% stake in Coal India. The Union Ministry of Coal informed the, on Wednesday, the Union Ministry of Coal informed the exchanges that the flow price for OFS would be 225 rupees per share. At the flow price, the overall offer size adds to over 4,100 crore rupees. Retail investors bid for over 2.58 crore shares of Coal India. Institutional bidders put in bids for 5 crore shares. Regulator IRDAI directed SBI Life Insurance Company to take over the policy liabilities of around 2 lakh policies along with assets of Sahara India Life Insurance Company. With immediate effect, the decision was taken at the meeting of the Insurance Regulatory and Development Authority of India in view of the deteriorating financial health of the company. The decision was taken at the meeting of the Insurance Regulator and Development Authority of India. The decision was taken at the meeting of the IRDEI in view of the deteriorating financial health of Sahara India Life Insurance. Tata Motors expects the passenger vehicle industry growth to moderate to 5 to 7% in the current financial year as compared with 27% sales growth in the last financial year with a dip in pent-up demand. In order to sustain growth, the auto major is looking to introduce new products including CNG and electric models while bolstering its equity range with new interventions. Bajaj Finserve signed a memorandum of understanding with the government of Maharashtra to develop 5,000 crore rupee projects in Pune, one of the largest financial services investments in the country. The MOU was signed by Harsh Deep Kambli, Industry Secretary, Government of Maharashtra and S. Srinivasan, Chief Financial Officer Bajaj Finserve in the presence of Devendra Fadnavis, Deputy Chief Minister of Maharashtra and Sanjeev Bajaj, Chairman and Managing Director Bajaj Finserve. Godrich Properties announced it was raising its stake in Wonder City Bilcon from 74% to 100%. Wonder City Bilcon has become a wholly owned subsidiary of the company with effect from May 26th. The cost of acquisition of the price at which shares were acquired was 45 lakh rupees. The country's largest two-wheeler maker, Hero Motor Corp, has increased the price of its electric scooter, Vida V1 Pro, by around 6,000 rupees in order to offset the impact of curtailed subsidy structure on electric two-wheelers. Coming into effect from June 1st, the company's flagship electric scooter, Vida V1 Pro, will now be available at 1,45,900 rupees, including Fame 2 subsidy and portable charger. For electric two-wheelers, the maximum subsidy cap, which was 40% of the ex-factory price, has been reduced to 15% by the Ministry of Heavy Industries. Ashwini Kumar has been appointed as the new MD and CEO of public sector Yuko Bank with effect from June 1st. Prior to this, he was the executive director of the state-owned Indian Bank and is a qualified chartered accountant. Realty firm Brigade Enterprises will launch 10 housing projects this fiscal across Bengaluru and Chennai. 
with an estimated construction cost of 3000 crore rupees as it looks to encash rising demand for residential properties in an interview with PTI MD Pavitra Shankar said the company would like to grow housing sales by 15 to 20% during the current fiscal Sterling Hotels Resorts, a part of the Thomas Cook India Group, plans to add a new hotel every month in the second half of this year to cash in on the robust growth witnessed in domestic tourism. The company expects the number of properties to increase to 55 during the course of next year. As of April 30th, Sterling has 2,447 rooms across 40 resorts, out of which 15 company-owned resorts, 10 are leased and 15 are management contracts. Mahindra and Mahindra subsidiary MSPL has incorporated Hazel for production and sale of renewable energy and generating renewable energy electricity distributed renewable energy including rooftop solar installation for commercial industrial institutional and residential segment Hazel is a wholly owned subsidiary of Mahindra Sustain which is a subsidiary of Mahindra Holdings which in turn is a wholly owned subsidiary of Mahindra and Mahindra Mahindra Industrial Park Chennai a joint venture between Mahindra World City Developers and Sumitomo Corporation of Japan said Omron Healthcare will be launching operations in March 2025 in India in Chennai the Omron Healthcare factory will be built over 6 acres and will be manufacturing blood pressure monitors and supplying them mainly to the domestic market Omron Healthcare is manufacturer and distributor of blood pressure monitor and cardiovascular disease prevention and management services Greenply Industries has received board approval for disposal of properties, plant and equipment and other current assets of Greenply Industries Myanmar due to difficulty in continuing its operations on account of political developments resulting in adverse business environment in Myanmar. Greenply Industries Myanmar is a subsidiary of Greenply Alchemical Singapore which is as a joint venture between the company's subsidiary Greenply Holdings and Alchemical Singapore PT. Moving on to markets benchmark indices started the trade on firm note on Monday with Sensex climbing over 367 points amid an optimistic trend in global markets the 30 share BSE Sensex jumped to 62915 in early trade and NSE Nifty 50 advanced 75 points to 18609 In business term of the day we look at corporate governance it refers to the way in which companies are governed and to what purpose it identifies who has power and accountability and who makes decisions it is in essence a toolkit that enables management and the board to deal more effectively with the challenges of running a company corporate governance ensures that businesses have appropriate decision making processes and controls in place so that interests of all stakeholders are balanced With that, it's a wrap on today's edition. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great start to the week. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. To stay updated on this podcast, follow us at HD Smartcast on all the major social media platforms. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to www.hdsmartcast.com. Smartcast.com.